Hello? Who is this? Hello everyone, before we get into this episode, I would just like to give a disclaimer that this is an episode that talks about death, violence, and other graphic things. So if you do not like that, if you are sensitive to pregnancy issues, infant issues, death, murder, all of that, this might not be the episode for you. That being said, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. We are here to have a good time as well as talk about some serious issues. So if you're going to skip out on this episode, we will see you next week with another regular episode. If not, enjoy this one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stand Online. I look really bad. Um, and that's because I've been very ill for the past two weeks, which is why there's not been an episode of the podcast. My apologies. I got COVID and then I had something really traumatic happen to me after I didn't have COVID anymore. And I don't want to talk about it because it will make me very upset emotionally. But this is a horror genre podcast and we're going to talk about horror genre things, especially today. And with me today, we have Ambie back. Hello. I'm trying not to like speak loudly, (laughs) but enough to make it seem like I'm okay. (laughs) Ambie, how are you? Good. I'm, we've been trying to record this for like two weeks, Yeah, but that's okay because it's been a long two weeks. (laughs) This year sucks for me so far. Which reminds me of 2020's year. That sucked for me in the beginning, so I hope it doesn't... It's not a foreshadowing of what's to come for me. If you're watching this on Patreon, this is just how I look right now. Like, this is as good as it's gonna go. Ambie has some... Uh, do you have blush on right now? Oh, you have your, your Mothman. I have the Mothman sweater on. Yeah, the Mothman always. sweater. We need to get our own sweater. We should. Since Which... I only I only own one shirt. She smells really bad, guys. No. <laughs> In terms of COVID, definitely better. I can smell. You look good. I like your, your makeup. Oh, thanks. Are you wearing blush? Um, This is a new webcam, and I don't know what the settings on it are, so I don't know if it's just, like, making me look really flushed right now. Yeah. It, it might be. Not you having a Snapchat filter on. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's give our warnings off. So, what, what warning? Because I don't know what you're getting into. So, what um, disclaimer do you want to give this episode? Yeah, so definitely trigger warning. I'm going to be talking about a lot of deaths and fetuses. Okay. So, trigger warning. If you're sensitive um, to fetal of, things. Of like OD. So Okay. Oh my gosh. So drugs, yeah. sex, and violence. <laughs> yes. This podcast <laughs> is officially rated R. I don't think mine has for once, mine's not see the last one we did, I had the fucked up shit and yours was like more tame. Not that bad. Yeah. Mine is a lot more spooky and yours I'm assuming is more oh, that's fucking crazy. It's- it's very bizarre, but it's also pretty medical, so okay. it's it's definitely not just like, well, it's pretty crazy, but it's not anyway. <laughs> also, can you hear that thing going on in the background? It's like music. My roommate's like watching something, so. Yeah, do you want to start first? I swear mine ends on a better note than last time. My, the last one I ended on was like a girl got strangled by a scarf. Yeah, that was that was very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> any, any other things happening in your life? Me and Ambie are potentially starting the process of getting some enamel pens for the podcast. So that will be fun. 
We're having some um, technical issues, but... All I have is in my notebook this little picture of a frog. So <laughs> Patreon. What? That's your notes for the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, those are my notes. Anyway. <laughs> the frog symbolizes terror. I'm going to talk about coffin births. <laughs> okay. Never heard of this before. So the like scientific or medical name is postmortem fetal extrusion. So pretty much a pregnant person could die and still give birth to that baby. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what it is. There's been a ton of tests on it. It's not a super common occurrence, obviously. It doesn't only happen in coffins either. That's just what they that's just what they call it. Yeah. Like when a dead person gives birth, delivers a baby. Mm -hmm. Um so a lot of scientists who have run tests on it believe that it's like gas buildup. Like, you know, when a, when a body dies, like part of the decaying process, it starts to like build up a lot of gas. Yeah. So they think that when the gas releases, that actually can like force the baby out. To just slip and slide out the cooch. <laughs> yeah. There was also um, one scientist who thought that maybe like the uterus could live longer than the other organs. Because like, you know, your brain is still kind of active after you die. And like, you can have some kind of like nerve stuff happening after you pass away. Um, See, I didn't so, know that. I didn't know your brain was still active. Yeah, when like when when people used to get like their heads chopped off in guillotines, like they could still like move their eyes and stuff. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like a chicken. Wait, no, that's the body running around. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, like a chicken. Similar concept. Wait, um, okay. You probably don't know the answer to this. Why do dead bodies get goosebumps? Maybe just because the body's getting cold. Because we're usually, what, like 96 degrees? Roughly, yeah. And your body will just naturally do that when it's not living. That's crazy, though. Yeah, well, when you get cold, you get all goosebumpy. But I'm alive! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Our bodies are weird. I don't know, I was just um, thinking but... about that. Yeah, anyways, coffins. <laughs> yeah, so, so one doctor tried to, like, do research into if, like, the uterus maybe lived longer and they were, like, natural contractions that were happening after the, the person who was pregnant died. Mm -hmm. um, but there, there was nothing conclusive about that. They couldn't really figure that out. The main, like, belief is the gas buildup and release is what... Baby fart. So... <laughs> That's not appropriate. <laughs> That's not appropriate. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not a focus. You're out of focus. Pull focus. Oh, come back. Okay. okay. So your um, story. <laughs> so the the earliest case, obviously, these are... This one specifically is, like, very iffy. There's nothing, like, set in stone on it because it was so long ago. But the earliest case of a post-mortem fetal excrusion was in 1551. A woman was hanged, and she was pregnant. And after, like... Where feel, is this going? I, I forgot. I forgot to trigger warning on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's a bad way to start. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, trigger warning for that for suicidal um, things. Well, we said self harm, right? No, that's not self harm. No, no, no. She was murdered. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's yeah. Um. Yep. So a woman was hanged and she was pregnant. And they, they it's drop. gross, but they, they used to leave the bodies hanging up as like a, um, a message, mm -hmm. basically. Don't do like, what she did. Yeah. Like she tied you, her shoes. Right. If you go out on a Sunday as a woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she made a sandwich, burned that bitch. There were a couple accounts, different accounts that two infants fell from this woman's body while it was still hanging. 
uh, like well after she had died. Different accounts claim different things. They were they may have been alive. They may have not been alive. The fetuses. Okay, so they don't know for sure if those babies like lived and had a process. No, no there's, one. There's, no one came over and was like, "Hey." There are different accounts. Some say that the the two infants were alive, and others say that they were not alive. So that's just like a little bit inconclusive, but like very crazy. A lot of people thought that gravity had something to do with that one. Um, yeah. For obvious reasons. But they, again, they're not 100% sure. And also it was the 1500s. So the accounts from back then are a little iffy. Not just people being like watching babies fall and they're like, okay, let me just <laughs> yeah, write right. that down for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's not that bad. Well, there's no murder involved. Okay. So in. 1633 in Brussels, a woman passed away from convulsions. I'm not sure. Just like, um, like a seizure or? Yeah. It, okay. Something like that. Body was freaking out. Um, that actually kind of ties into my story later. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Also spooky because I, I feel like our two things tie together a little bit. So after this woman passed away, like, you know how they would like kind of just like put a bed sheet over the bodies mm-hmm. and the family would come around and mourn and stuff. Mm-hmm. So her whole family was around, they were mourning and they noticed like her abdomen was like moving a little bit. Alien. Nobody, nobody said anything. Oh, then two days later, the body was still like out covered with a sheet, all that. And the nurses noticed, or, like, the person who was coming in to, like, get the body ready for, like, burial or whatever, mm. they noticed that the sheet was kind of, like, reddish a little bit and kind of wet. Little and when damn. they looked, they saw the head and shoulders of a baby halfway delivered from what? the corpse. Was it still alive? Oh. Same thing. The, oh, the account is... Some people say that the baby was alive. Some say that it wasn't alive. But, um, yeah, two days later... They saw a half-delivered baby out of this lady. Just, hey, queen. Girl, you have done it again. Super crazy. That reminds me, and I wish I looked into this, but in some cultures, like in Japan, they like, I wish I thought of doing this. They have the body just in the house after the Mm -hmm. person passes away for like a week just to like make sure their spirit spirit is with loved ones. Right. Um, Because one time my dad... His neighbor got uh, hit by a car and passed away. And he, like, went over to their house to, like, pay respects. Like, hey, I'm sorry that he passed away. And they were like, oh, you want to say hi? He's over there. Come in and say hi to him. So he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I think our culture has a very different connection with death, though. Like, we're just kind of like, once a person dies, we're like, all right. Get, get them out of here get them away we don't want to mm. see the body like until they're like dressed up and have makeup on and like mm. they're all done up we don't want to see that body doing a drag um, number you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then like other cultures like you just said like they literally just like Embrace have their loved it. one around mm-hmm. yeah they're just like well they passed away their body's still here we're gonna celebrate them and mourn them and yeah. whatever i mean even then, in like latin countries um, and Hispanic countries in general, they do, like, they celebrate the dead. And I guess, like, it's just, like, a Western thing where we're kind of just, like, afraid of death versus, like... Yeah. Not necessarily embracing it, but, like, honoring the dead in a way. Yeah, definitely. Like, we don't, scary. we don't put out food. Yeah. We don't put out snacks. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of like, ew, get away from me. Yeah. We're done with Becky. She's gone. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, 
and then again in like older culture like they used to dress their own family members like for funerals and stuff mm. like they would be the ones that would take care of all of that there weren't like funeral directors that's just a western problem i guess yeah. the first modern case of this which is like fairly recent this was in 2005 a german woman who was 34 years old was discovered in her apartment after she died from an overdose mm -hmm. um, with, again, the head and shoulders of a fetus sticking out of her. So she had given, she had halfway delivered a baby mm -hmm. after she died. They, they didn't release a lot on that one, but that baby was found alive, but I think it died later because you know, it was stuck in a person. Complications. In the bad well, way. Well, and honestly, like, if a child were to survive that, which there probably are, have been many, I don't yeah. think that they're publicly going to say that for, I oh, think, no. identity's sake. I think, yeah. you know, yeah, I think for identity's sake, they wouldn't say that, especially if the kid grew up. Oh, right. they, they hung her because she um, said the alphabet backwards. They hung <laughs> her in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah, That's a joke uh, because the witch trials were roughly during... Uh, I think 1592 or 1692. Women kind of were killed for dumb shit, so. They, they still are, nothing. but. Yeah. It, yeah. Living so close to where the witch trials happened, I think about that pretty often, how, like, stupid that whole thing was. You like, literally was could so stupid. just do some shrooms, and people are like, this bitch is demonic well the worst part about that i know this is super off topic but the worst part about that was it was mostly just like teenage girls just like accusing random people that they didn't like yeah and they would just like start convulsing <laughs> around them and being like oh she's she's causing me to whatever yeah fucking bitches <laughs> yeah it literally sucked <laughs> those are my three main stories but i think when you start talking about your subject i'll be able to chip in with a few oh, other okay. stories that i saw thank you ambi for teaching me about coffin births so yeah. so, so are sometimes you traumatized yet a little bit i might think about it later <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes the the children do survive and sometimes they don't that's basically yeah the accounts are usually pretty messy though because this okay. isn't something that happens all the time at all and speaking obviously. of something that allegedly does not happen all the time is people being bur buried buried alive <laughs> They're being buried alive. So I did my topics on people being buried alive, which I was watching. I'll link all my, if I remember to do this, I'll link all my sources in the video, the description of the podcast, which in my video, the guy said, well, this is a very popular fear. It doesn't, it's not recorded to happen very frequently. And I was like, probably because they died. If someone is buried alive and they can't get out, they're dead. They cannot report yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really tough to get out of a casket buried by six-ish feet of dirt. Yeah, especially if it's not like a, a traditional casket thing. If you were taking, you know. Anyways, before we continue more about some things, would you like to take us to a break? Yeah, let's go on a break. Wow. <gasps> oh my God, you're breaking up with me? I definitely have been broken up over text. Not fun. I got broke up over, over Facebook in like eighth grade. Oh my gosh, who was it? Mitchell. <gasps> you know he lives here now. Yeah, he broke up with me over Facebook. <laughs> I had a dream about him the other day. I haven't t spoken to him in forever. It's been a long time since I've spoken to him, too. He <laughs> broke up with me over Facebook. <laughs> Pull up the screenshots. It's going on Patreon.
Do you love makeup? I know I do. That's why I use Drench Cosmetics. For those who don't know, Drench Cosmetics is a makeup company. Their mission is to create an environment to uplift and acknowledge the underrepresented creatives by shining light on those hidden in the shadows of others. I like to stand out with a great bold eye and thankfully Drench Cosmetics has a beautiful selection of eyeshadows to pick from. I personally love and use the Genesis palette. They have a lot of different mattes and shimmers to pick from. I also use the Deep Space Liner. The Deep Space Liner is one of the blackest eyeliners that I've ever used and it's for a great price as well. If you want to express yourself in a shining look, make sure you head over to Drenched Cosmetics now and use promo code TERRACARD for 15% off. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. That's T-E-R-R-A-H C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. And you can achieve a great, stunning look with Drudge Cosmetics. Now, Amby, would you like to welcome us back to... Welcome the, back? Yep, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about... Some messed up coffins. Coffins are scary. We're talking about (gasps) coffins and caskets. We should have a coffin pin. I literally, I am, it's already brewing up there. Okay, tapophobia (laughs) is the fear of being buried alive, which was very popular in the 18th and 19th century because that was frequently happening was people were being buried alive because grave robbery was very uh, common, still is in some places. Uh, But very common, uh, especially when they would dig up someone's grave and not only would they steal some things, but they'd see scratch marks inside the coffin. So spooky. Yeah, because there were zombies. No, I'm just kidding. They were were buried alive. There was actually one account. um, I didn't get the full name of this, but this one woman, she was known to have a bunch of jewelry and she... This seems to be the, the trend is see convulsed and seized and they just pronounced that she was dead. So, when someone wants to go rob her in her grave, they're like, oh, her very beautiful ring is not coming off. I guess I'll just cut into it. And when they went to cut into it, it woke her up from her coma, and she just screamed, and they ran away. Oh, no! And she just went back to her husband and was like, I'm alive, and scared the shit out of him. Oh, my gosh! Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of stories like that. It was so popular that they came up with safety coffins. So for those who don't know what safety coffins are, um, I actually learned this on AFN when I was like a kid. Because they would play those commercials all the time that I was like, in Portugal, they do this. Or like safety coffins or, you know, uh, was a weird invention. So how it was, was it was a coffin, clearly, uh, 16 under, but it would have a breathing tube all the way to the top and... In some accounts, they would tie a string around their finger that connected to a bell at the top. So if you hear the bell ringing, bitch, there's someone in there. And they had the tube so they can breathe. I feel like that's a big thing in scary movies, too. To just, like, have a scene with, like, a a graveyard with, Mm -hmm. like, a whole bunch of those bells. And then all the bells start ringing. Yeah. I mean, that's a cool scene, though. Super spooky. That's creepy as fuck. It is. But but that's just, like... I would not want to stumble. There are a lot of graveyards around here. Like, yeah. Massachusetts is super duper old. Um, and a lot of bad stuff happened here. Mm-hmm. So there are, like, graves with that kind of stuff on them. Yeah. 
and I I definitely don't want to walk past that at night and well, hear it ring. <laughs> don't go on a windy day. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bells are ringing because it's wind, but I would that would probably be scre- pee myself. Yeah, and not in a good way. Is there a good way? <laughs> uh, subscribe to the OnlyFans and find out. <laughs> no. Okay, so I have my first story. I mean, this story is crazy. People are like, we don't know if this is real, but then it was also in the newspaper. So I'm like, how, like, if there's newspaper findings. I had the story of a woman named Essie Dunbar. So at the age of 30, she was declared deceased after she seized because I get people didn't people didn't really know what having epilepsy was. So they just yeah. assumed when you had a seizure, you're like, that's it. You're gone. You're dead. But why do all of these people convulse so much back then? Like, what was causing that? I don't want to say that people weren't washing their ass, but it could be that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Not to say Miss Dunbar. I'm not uh, saying that you didn't wash your ass. Sometimes people just have epilepsy, but it, it was just yeah. probably just not recorded. Like, people just weren't recording it correctly. Like, when people talk right. about mental health, they think mental health is something new that's happened today. I'm like, no, we just are finally recording it and right. talking about it. Versus back in the day, they were just called werewolves. Back in the day, they were called vampires for having, like, you know, iron deficiency and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. So this woman was declared dead in 1915. This was in South Carolina. And then the funeral, they had it the next day because her sister was, she was traveling and she was going to be in town. And that was like the only day it would happen. Which is kind of crazy to have a funeral like right after the next day. Like usually, isn't it like a few days after? I think it depends. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. It really depends. Uh, I mean, back in the day, you don't want to have a funeral right after for reasons like this. Yeah, they wanted to give their sister a chance to uh, to see her. However, the funeral was so long, and they were like, this bitch is not here, so I guess we're just going to put her sister in the ground. Miss Essie, they, they buried her six feet under, and by the time the sister arrived, she was very late. Her sister was already buried, and she demanded... From the ministers and the priests and all the, all the people, like, to dig her sister up so she could see her one more time. Mm-hmm. So they dig her up, and they open the casket, and Essie sits up and smiles. Oh, no. She sits up That's and she terrifying. smiles, and everyone, like, freaks the fuck out. I believe, like, three of the ministers fell into the hole and broke their ribs. Oh, no. It doesn't help that Essie went out and, like, started chasing them. <laughs> She just, like, fucked with them. What the heck? And, like, her sister was obviously, like, going crazy. But, yeah, she lived another 47 years. Um, She was known as, she was deemed, like, the zombie in town. And even when she passed away uh, in the news, they recorded the final funeral is held for a South Carolina woman. Because she's having, technically, she had two funerals, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I do have one story that pretty much is like that so a lady she passed away whatever oh um she Rest didn't, in peace. oh oh <laughs> but they buried her early i can't remember what year this happened in but this used to happen like often often enough that there are a ton of like accounts of it her best friend after she was buried she like heard noises mm-hmm. like where they had just finished burying her body and stuff so she like called over a security guard and she was like, can you listen to the ground for me? Because something's going on down there. And he did. And they like rushed and they like got the body exhumed. The lady gave birth to a baby that was alive. She was dead by the time they, they got yeah. her up. 
but the baby was alive and crying. Yeah. And, like, that's crazy. Yeah, that baby... Which is a lot because, um, I'll explain later, they suggest, like, not to even scream in a coffin because no one would hear you. So the fact that they heard that baby is, like, really lucky. Yeah, super crazy. That baby must have been fucking punching the shit, kicking the (laughs) hell out of that coffin. I have another story. A story about Angelo Hayes. So this was in 1937. In France. That's pretty recent. Yeah, I'll talk about it, yeah. Uh, I mean, the other one was 1915, so she passed away in uh, 1962. Angelo Hayes was a, a biker, biker girl. He was a motorcyclist, and one day he got in a motorcycle accident, and basically his head smashed head first into a brick wall. For the accounts of, like, first responders and people who, like, saw it, they said that his head was used the word mangled and they presumed he was dead so i was like i mean if you saw a really fucked up person's face and head you'd probably be like he's not breathing he looks really fucking dead it was so bad that they they kept his parents from looking at his body oh no yeah and he was buried three days later and then two days after the funeral they dug his body up because there was an investigation going on with the insurers of the the father because coincidentally the father had taken out a life insurance on his son and then oh that gosh. happened so yeah that was kind of coincidental but it's like the main thing that murderers do and that's what get the <laughs> That's always how they get caught. It's like, oh, your wife died by falling down the stairs, but you took out a $250,000 life insurance loan last week? Yeah. Interesting. Very, very muy interesante. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after this, I would not trust my dad, coincidentally. But um, they dug up his body, and they were like, why is it warm? I don't get why his body's warm. And apparently, he was in, like, a mini coma. Still alive, mind you. Closed caskets. Still alive. What? And he made a full recovery. He made a full what? recovery. Yep. And he even toured around France. Tour de France. Uh, but he toured around France. He was like notorious Whoa. for this. He didn't even die until 2008. That's crazy. Yeah. Fully like mangled head to be like, I'm good now, guys. How did he have enough oxygen two being days. buried? Yeah. For two days. I guess. That's crazy. If you're in a mini coma, like how much you're are you? Probably not breathing that heavy. Yeah, you're not freaking Dang. out. That's for sure. How did he not like have like blood loss and stuff? That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy lucky too. That is. Yeah. He went to that happened in 1937, and he lived until 2008. That is fucking crazy. That's really yeah, insane. That's... <laughs> That does not make much sense. Yeah. Oh my god, I need that luck in my fucking life. I did get some facts now, because I was like, what happens if you are buried alive? What should you do? The number one thing that they say, first thing to do, is to not panic. <laughs> Don't panic. If you are you buried wake up alive. in yeah. a tiny box, look it's... around for a minute in the dark, realize, uh-oh. Yeah. And you're not allowed to panic. Nope. Because you're gonna, you gotta preserve that air, baby. And then right after that, see uh, if you were buried around with anything. And that very dark coffin, see if there's anything buried with you. Like maybe a, your phone or uh, screws or nails that you could use. Because the weakest part of a coffin is in the center. If you watch Kill Bill 2, you would know she gets buried alive. Spoiler alert. What they also recommend 
is like for the next step is to cover your face. Like if you have a shirt on, uh, well, I guess if you're buried alive naked, um, it's not gonna help. But I feel like most people are dressed though. They dress people in like nice clothes. Well, I mean, if someone buries you alive, per like intentionally. Oh. Oh, I didn't even consider that yeah. being an option. You yeah. said, well, but why would anyone murder? A box. But then you wouldn't even be in a box, most likely, right? You would just be buried, like, under dirt. Well, I think... And the... that, like, eliminates one obstacle, because obviously getting the casket door open is the hard part. If you could just, like, kind of move the, the freshly dug soil off of you. I think people do it for the theatrics of being mm. like, you're buried alive, work. We're going to make you scream until you, you're... Your heart explodes from fear. You want to cover your face in probably your shirt entirely so you're not suffocated when you start punching the shit out of this coffin and getting dirt everywhere. Because uh, you're going to have to basically stand up and wiggle your way out. This is oh, crazy. Gosh. This is crazy. So once you start punching the center of this wall, the, the center of the coffin, because it's, like I said, you'll find a hollow place to watch Kill Bill. Um, once you start punching it, you have to start moving the dirt away from your face and basically... To the back of the coffin, the the foot area. Get it away from you. Push it out so you can slowly start to dig up and stand up. And then you just have to keep going. And hopefully mm-hmm. you don't run out. Um, you don't suffocate, obviously. I mean, I guess if you think about it, if you're, like, for me, I'm, like, 5'10". I guess if I... Well, if you're six feet under, knock on stand fucking up. wood. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let me not say me. If you're like the average male height, which is like 5'8", if you stand up, you really just gotta stick your arm up and you should reach right. the surface. For me, it would it would be a little bit more of a, a journey out. But yeah. um, but I'm think so you said like specifically a coffin though, not a casket. Oh, you think you break it out of a casket? Yeah, no, that's not happening. Those nice uh, $60,000 caskets with the blue and the gold all over it. No, you might as well get comfortable. Get comfortable in the satin (laughs) sheets that they put you in. But how likely are you to be buried alive in a casket like that, though? If someone's going to murder you, they're going to probably throw you in a cheat box. They're probably going to throw you in a cardboard box, if we're being honest. Yeah. Crumple you up. At that point, just tie cinder blocks to people's ankles and throw them (laughs) in the bridge, baby. Oh no, that's actually another. another if you're case a murderer, about, if you're a murderer, <laughs> stop listening to the podcast. Get yeah, help. Yeah, this is this is for entertainment <laughs> purposes, not education. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Don't kill people. Um, <laughs> it's really a chance. Like if it's fresh soil and it's dry, you'll get out pretty easily. But if you mm-hmm. know if it's been rain. If, if it's rained recently, probably your chances won't be the best getting out. But, you know, freshly... did the Mythbusters do this? Didn't they test this? I have no idea. I don't know, Mr... I think they did. I don't know Mr. Myth or Buster, so... <laughs> I had a dog named Buster, though. Oh. Um, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he almost died that. once, though. He hung himself. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyways. Uh, good note. Um, they, the other two people, they survived. Oh, good. And they lived very good long lives. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. I mean, from 1937 to 2008, you probably saw a lot. You got to see Rihanna. And iPhones. And iPhones. You went from, from flip phones to iPhones in that time. Bitch, you went Having from a, no phones. a bottle in a fucking, a letter in a bottle to the ocean to an iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, that was my stories. Very, in- very interesting. I, I still agree. feel like yours is always a little bit more scary and, like, <laughs> realistic. 
like mine is just kind of like oh this is a weird like medical thing that might happen and yours is like people's literal worst nightmare i mean possibly (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna do the vampire cages that you told me about oh yeah but the more i like read into it so for those who don't know vampire cages were are these like crazy looking cages that they put over coffins like they stick out it, it it looks like the top of the Empire State Building, those like fences, but imagine that around a casket going in, like a bulb of a flower. The real reason why like they had those was just because of grave robbers. I was like, oh, it's oh. not because of real vampires. Lame. So. Well, there is definitely one in one of the cemeteries near where I used to live. Mm-hmm. And the note card on it is not about grave robbery. It's about uh, vampires. So oh, it, it was probably used for both, but the, the Grave Robber one definitely makes a lot more sense. Well, that was my art topic. <laughs> my art topics. How'd you feel about that? I'm kind of spooked. I've always been spooked by being buried, Are you though. scared? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'd rather be cremated. I More so, though, because I don't want my body to, like, wash away underground yeah you know what i mean like that i don't like that idea at all now let's think about this how many people were cremated and they were still alive that's a lot quicker with death though ambi where can we find you on instagram ambite vendables yes that's me and you can find me on most platforms under Terra card that's t-e-r-r-a-h-c-a-r-d and you can find this podcast under Stay on the Line Podcast on Instagram, Stay on the Line on Facebook, Stay on the Line TC on Twitter, and then on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stay on the line, where you get the video edition of the podcast as well as extra bonus content, like me opening lush boxes I get myself. And you can see me wearing the same sweater again. Okay, but you you have to switch it up because then they're gonna have to see. What if they already see it, and then what are they? What do they have to see next? Request on the Patreon what we, shirt you want me to wear next. You know what? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Amy and I are hoping we can get a little enamel pin shop sorted out. I got some designs. I, I might ask on the Patreon, like, we can, like, narrow down, like, a few designs. Yeah, I got a couple different designs here, patrons. And if you want me to make this frog without arms into a pin, <laughs> let me know, because it's pretty dang cute. Spooky frog. Wait, does he have legs? Yeah, he's got legs. Okay, he just doesn't have front arms. Yeah. So when he jumps, does he just smash his face into the ground? He just, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this this was a bad creation. He falls on his face, it's fine. (laughs) Alright, well, that was the podcast, so until next time, make sure y'all stay on the line. Bye! Bye!